Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That time of the week again, the Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL talk. And here we are, our first podcast for 2014, the Auckland Nines preview. And Brock, welcome back. It's been a long off-season, my friend. Not many, uh, plenty of training sessions, but not many games, put it that way. So, Most definitely. Sweltering, I've got a tan. You got a bit of a t- you think you got a tan? Bit of a tan. I look like a struck match. My head is as brown <laughs> as, and I'm white all over, thanks to a good old work. But yep, here we are. Like I said, first episode. It is the Auckland Nines. We're only a couple of weeks away from the actual comp kicking off, and uh, some people have been chucking some dirt on this event. But I don't know how you could, regardless of whether you're going to whinge that they're not sending their top players, which would be idiotic because uh, there's you know a 26 round comp coming up plus rep fixtures. Yeah. Uh, they still have to send some talent over. Well, and number two, why do you, some people, the players they're whinging about, are not even really built for the nines fixture? Don't you want to see your twenties kids or a bloke in New South Wales Cup that's probably the quickest bloke in the team let loose in a shorter form of the game? Well, there was a similar sentiment for uh, the Big Bash and T Twenty in general with cricket, um, and it's been compared to that. Um, and I, I don't, I see there's massive comparisons between the two, so. Um, it might be hit and giggle. If it's hit and giggle, it's, it's going to be no better or worse than uh, the All-Stars game. All I can and say that's what it's replaced. is the, the All-Star game, worth a try. people whinging about it, the All-Stars game is a flop because everyone just pulled out. Yeah. Half the players you took the time to vote well, at in. At least there's some financial incentive in this. I know there was some cultural incentive with the All-Star game, but I think the All-Star game will probably have more meaning if it's once every two years or once every four years or something like that. Well, they were talking... It, just, it, it did wear a little bit thin with the clubs because there's no incentive to put your best players in. Well, they were talking last year that it was going to be... Oh, Wayne Bennett, sorry, the other day after that first Goenna's game was talking like it was going to be brought back next year. Mm. And, yeah, it was a massive culture boost, and I, I enjoyed watching it on the TV, but... I think the biggest thing is exactly what you said. There's no money or no motivation yeah, there's no incentive. for the clubs. Not so much the, the players. I'm sure they were willing to help out the Indigenous people and Preston Campbell and everyone that was jumping behind it. But the difference well, there's here... There's also no salary cap release. So if, if my best player, is, say I'm the Roosters, and, and uh, Sonny Bill Williams gets selected, goes down, breaks his leg, and he's out for the season or out for an extended period of time, there's no release or relief from the salary cap order to go and replace him. And I think that's the biggest issue. The clubs have got every right to protect their assets um, because there is a bigger picture. So I just thought that All-Stars game is probably at the wrong end of the season. I think it might be worthwhile doing it at the end of the season, maybe, I don't know, or during the rep round or having it as a... Well, probably couldn't be an under-20s thing, but just maybe the guys that don't play State of Origin... Um, yeah, well, maybe picking but a, that's another thing who's going to go w- line up to watch it because you're taking out Hodges English Thurst and all the people they go to watch yeah. play but okay. anyway yeah. scrapping that idea I think this will work and just a little bit of background it's obviously on this well, weekend on both, both days yeah well 48,000 yeah. coming to the gate like almost 90,000 people there's a two point 
two five million dollar prize pool, and just to give you a reason why there is a lot more incentive, you know, to get involved with this is to come in the pool stage and not get out. You get one hundred ten thousand dollars to the club. Yeah. They only get a hundred thousand for winning the minor premiership. The quarter finalists. Uh, they get $130,000. If you're in the semis, the final four, 165000 Loser of the grand final gets two forty, and the winning team gets three hundred and seventy k. So there so, is a lot more incentive for clubs. What do you get for the minor premiership? Five hundred k, isn't it? The minor premiership, hundred thousand. That's it. I, so, think, I think winning the comp might be a little bit more, but you don't even have to. You could do what the Bulldogs have done: strip your team right down like they have, send one or two players over, get, get one hundred and ten thousand. So thanks for coming. Uh, and Auckland Tourism has sponsored it for the next five years. There's nine million guaranteed, and I think they were projecting somewhere around twelve million in profit. So you want to talk about uh, sponsorship? Dick Smith's also behind it through to two thousand and eighteen. So, you know, there's plenty of good things near. There's a bit of money. The players are getting a bit. The clubs have got a bit. And uh, I think it will take off. I reckon it's an exciting form of the game. But yep. most importantly, before we jump into the pools, is probably to go uh, the rule differences. So it's going to be two nine-minute halves with a two-minute half time. Uh, obviously, nine players aside. Six on the bench with unlimited interchange. Scrums will only form after a double knock-on with the attacking teams to elect which side to feed. Which and is good. I like that. That's yeah. bugbear of mine. Exactly. Well, they can if pick you want, if you want to see, uh, you want to see teams attacking from the scrum, allow them to select which side they're going to feed the ball from. Mm. It just adds that you know set play, um, and a bit of deception, which should encourage players and coaches to to uh, you know do more off a scrum. I think if you see a lot of set play off the scrum here, the NRL might even look at implementing it into the into the main competition, which mm. should be good. Well, there's only five in a scrum, so no locks. There's no video ref. Uh, there's only one uh, referee on the field, which I think I'm very happy about. It's five-minute golden try during qualifying games. So in the pool games, there's five minutes golden try. Yep. There's no field goals. If you don't score in the five minutes of golden try, that is a draw. But once it comes finals time, whether it be quarters or the final, it is unlimited. So if it's a draw at the end of time and it takes 30 minutes for someone to put one over the line, which I highly doubt it will, no. uh, well, that's what's going to separate you. Uh, as far as a tap restart, that will take place after a 40-20, so we don't have to worry about scrums there, which will speed it up. Yep. Uh, there's a five-point try in the bonus zone. So if you can score under the posts, you get the extra point on top. Uh, conversions, normal two points. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be has painted, to be... it'll be painted a different colour. We, mm. we played in a tournament similar to this at, in the Arrival Live format. They played a nice tournament, and it was... Very similar rules. Yeah, well, if you score under the post, you get five points. All conversions must be a drop kick. Yep. Uh, scoring team will have to drop kick off to restart play. Scoring so, team the kicks. Scoring team kicks off. Okay. Uh, Five-minute sin bins as well for the referees, if need be. So I suppose if you're holding down for too long or if anything dodgy does happen... Well, which it's going to be a lot more opportunity to have a professional foul because it's just going to be more scoring opportunities and um, tries are... You know, stopping a try is going to come at a premium, so... Mm. And uh, the last bit here is obviously five tackles in a set. There's no rocket science to that. But, uh, yeah, a few variations in the rules. Unlimited interchange, I think, is going to play a big part in uh, this circumstance. Not going to have to worry too much about getting tired. But I was kind of wondering uh, if injuries strike anyone. Pray, you know, forbid that anyone does get hurt. But uh, if they did, uh, that might tax on you a little bit later in the day or on the second day of competition. Yeah. But uh, the pools, this is the other part of it we have to look into. The yellow pool is the Canberra Raiders, the Manly Seagulls, the New Zealand Warriors, the home favourites, and uh, the North Queensland Cowboys. The green pool, the Brisbane Broncos, the Canterbury Bulldogs, the Parramatta Eels, and the Sydney Roosters. 
the Blue Pool is the Cronulla Sharks, the Gold Coast Titans, the Newcastle Knights and the West's Tigers. And the Red Pool is the Melbourne Storm, the Penny Panthers, St. George, Illawarra Dragons and South Sydney Rabbitohs. So uh, Green and Blue Pool and Red and Yellow Pool, they're on separate sides of the draw. Two teams will come out of each pool. Uh, the two first-place teams from the Green and Blue Pools will verse the second-place teams from the green and blue pool and vice versa on the yellow and the red side of things. So, a bit confusing, uh, but... Yeah, well, for example, yeah, we'll if, if you're out. the Melbourne Storm and you make the, the final, you won't be playing anyone from the green or the blue pool until the final or vice versa for, say, if the Broncos made the grand final. They're not going to be versing anyone from the yellow or the red pool until the last game of the comp. So pretty much split onto their own two sides of the draw. But what we're going to do, we're just going to run through the groups have a look at the teams and uh, give our own little thought on which two teams we think are going to get out. And that's starting off with the Yellow Pool, which is the Warriors, the Raiders, the Eagles and the Cowboys. And what better way to start than with the New Zealand Warriors, the home favourites? Mm. Yeah, well, they'll, they're at pretty short odds um, in this pool to, to, to get out of it. And fair enough, too. They've uh, got a pretty good side on paper. Um, Bakuya, um, you know, they've got some good back rowers and um, some exciting outside backs in there. So, are um, we going to run through the side? Yeah, well, they've got Jason Bakuya, Raymond Fartella Mariner, Charlie Gubb, Sebastian Ikiaifo, Sione Laosi, and Sue Matungi, uh, Sean Johnson, Tuimalo Lolahea, Carlos Tumavave, Glenn Fisiahi, David Fisitua, Conrad Hurrell, Solomon Ikata, Ngani Lamape, Sam Tompkins, and Dom Peru. So, I think the biggest thing there starting off is you got Bakuya who's a very mobile back row. Raymond Fitella Marino, who I think might play some first grade this year. He's a good back row from the 20s. Uh, you know, big Sione Laos, he's a big lug, but he can move pretty well, and Iki Aifo can as well. I think the only real forward there is a little slow as Charlie Gubb, but their back line, like Sean Johnson, Tumai Lola here, a lot of people don't know about. He scored 22 tries in 26-20s games. He's a future halves partner, I think. And then you've got Hurrell and Lamarpe, who can just bulldoze people. The Flying Fish... And uh, Sam Tompkins, who should shine this Well, form. the biggest one for me is I'm, I'm looking at sevens and I'm looking at fullbacks um, and outside backs. So, you know, you look at Fishiahi, you look at Johnson, uh, you look at uh, the big fella, Hurrell, um, Tompkins. So there's quality there. They're $1.50 to, get, uh, to win their group um, and their favourites to win the tournament. Um, they're very short at 475. Yeah, well, if I, if I was looking at this back, I'm with you on the back line. It's Tompkins, Hurrell, you know, even... Uh, Big Manu. Is Manu there? No, Manu's not there. I thought no. Manu was in. I think he was a late change, but yeah, Tompkins and Johnson, I think they'll run, you know, run right on this one. Hurrell as well. People struggle to, to tackle him when there's 13 on the field, let alone having nine. And uh, I, I'd definitely say keep your eye on Tui Marla Lola here. He's a very good player of the future. He shines in the 13 aside game, so I'd love to see him let loose. I have to think they probably win this group. Yeah, I've got them. I've got them getting out of this group. Um, I don't know whether they'll win it or not, but um, yeah, I've got them definitely qualifying for the quarterfinals. Mm. Well, the Canberra Raiders—they've got Joel Edwards, Mark Nichols, Tom Leroy Lars, Jared Kennedy, Luggy Setu, Jake Foster, Luke Bateman, uh, Mitch Cornish, Matt McKilrick, Glenn Buttress, Mitch Cronin, Jared Croker, Jack Ahern, Andrew Heffernan, Reese Robinson and uh, Billy Tupo. The biggest thing I think that stands out for me here is if you're going to complement your halves and your backs, which, you know, I suppose speed is a big thing. You're looking for mobile forwards. There's not too many 
mobile forwards really in that side. Jared Kennedy is a, a mobile forward who's only played a little bit of first grade and Luke Bateman played 20s, but he's not really a, a ball-playing, offloading kind of back row. There's a lot of guys in that forward rotation there that are, are a bit slower or a bit more workmanlike. Yeah, so they're, they're going to struggle. I think they're that probably that the they've ones. They've got Croker and Robinson. Um, young Cornish is a good player. McKilrick, uh, they've got some decent back rowers in there. But um, uh, Reese Robinson... Andrew Heffernan's a yeah, really good player. I mentioned Robinson. I, yeah. And so is Jack Ahern. But I don't, I just don't think... Compared to the Warriors, I think they'll get dusted. And, and on sport, uh, on Centibet, they're $41. They're the, they're the favourites to... Well, not run last. No, nah, well... They're like, the outsiders in the market. And they're $11 to win the group. So, Like I said, halves and backs, obviously, are focused. But I think you need a couple of mobile forwards. I think that's where they get let down. But if you're looking for someone to shine uh, out of the forwards, I think Jared Kennedy will enjoy this form. But other than that... Look for people like Cornish and uh, you know Matt McCurick to let loose a bit. Reese Robinson and Croker, those kind of blokes with a bit of speed. And Jack Ahern, he likes to throw a loose pass. So he's one of the 20s products that's moving into grade now. But the Manly Seagulls, they're the third one in this group. Uh, Chase Blair, Jamie Burra, Michael Cheekham, Daly Cherry Evans, Clinton Gutherson, James Hassan, Peter Hicku, Justin Horro, Jack Littlejohn, Steve Menzies, the Beaver, Liggy Sow, Tony Satini, Jesse Senefaleo, Tom Simons, George Tafua, and David Williams. I had to I had to flip a coin on this because I think them and the Cowboys are the other team that's getting out, but I'm well, not I've too got, sure. I've got them coming out because they've got Daly Cherry Evans. Well, Daly Cherry Evans. The Cowboys don't have a half, really. They've got Robert Louis, but Cherry Evans. And they've got a lot of underrated players in here, the, well, um, the Seagulls. Again, like, I go back to Mobile Forge. Jamie Bureau, who's got yeah. ball skills. Well, Hickey, Tom Bureau. Well, Tom Simons is another forward with uh, good ball skills. But yeah, then partner that with Tafua. Jack Littlejohn's a half, isn't he? Jack he, Littlejohn. He's done pretty well yeah. in the in the 20s. Clinton Gutherson, he moves well. Horro's another mobile Gutherson, back row. Yep. Chase Blair's a big man who's mobile. That's that's probably the biggest highlight for me. Out of the the bigger blokes they've picked in this side, they can all move. And yeah, if Cherry Evans is on the field. Well, they're, they're $6 to win the group. Like, I think that's value. Um, they're $21 to win the tournament. I don't know whether they'll win the tournament. But, you know, if they landed up in a, semi, uh, in a semi-final, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, well, like, so the biggest thing for me, mobile back rolls, Horro, Cheekham, Simons, and uh, Chase Blair, these kind of blokes I think move really well. Bureau will enjoy this form, and, yeah, obviously, Daily Cherry Evans are looking to take control, but you've got them coming out of the group, do you? I do, yeah. I've got them and the Warriors coming out of the group. Mm. I think we're going to knock together some... Uh, we'll knock together some uh, tables as to who we think will get out and how the tournament will progress, and we'll post them on the page. But mm-hmm. um, for this, for the podcast, we'll just predict who comes out of the group. Yeah, I've got, I've got the Warriors and I've got the Seagulls coming out of this group. Yeah, well, I've got Manly probably to come third. I don't know why, but in my head, yeah. I'm just leaning towards North Queensland, who we move on to now. Uh, they've got Lachlan Coote, Zach Santo, Antonio Winnerstein, Kane Lynette, Javid Bowen, Michael Morgan, Robert Louis. Jason Tamalolo, Ray Thompson, James Tamau, Gavin Cooper, Tarek Sims, Joel Reithmuller, Rory Costjays and Kyle Felt and Curtis Rona. And the biggest thing for me here, I know Manly have Daily Cherry Evans, but I can't go past the amount of fast but big backs North Queensland have. A lot of these blokes you haven't heard of, such as Curtis Rona and Javid Bowen. These are very big wing centres that can move. Uh, and then on top of that, probably two of the most mobile and damaging back rowers playing in the NRL in Tarek Sims and Jason Tamalolo. I think both those guys will have a field day in this shorter format. And I know uh, a lot of people, we've obviously all got our gripe with Robert Louis for his past uh, instances off the field, but 
he can move really well. He's a pretty good half. And Michael Morgan's another bloke who loves to run the pill. So mm. I know there's no Jonathan Thurston, but I look at just about every aspect of this team. Uh, Zach Siena, another person you may have not have heard of, a young 20s player, he's lightning. So I'm backing uh, all these small speed men paired up with those two big back rowers and Louie and Morgan to get out of the group of the Warriors for me. Okay. Yeah, I've, I look at them. I just thought they were lacking in the halves and the hooker area. Um, but there's no doubt they've picked very good mobile back rowers and great outside back. So I think it'll come down to their game against Manly. Whoever wins that will probably come out of the group. Yeah, well, I'm with you. I've gone Warriors in North Queensland, but I think you're right. It'll be Manly or North Queensland fighting for that second spot, I think, in Canberra. Uh, you know they look like they haven't really put too much effort into who they've sent over. They've offloaded a couple of backs, obviously, but you well, you never know. Like if the Warriors are off, oh, if the Warriors it could be are these off, two that go through so. could be terrible. But yeah. it, that's one of these things. It's a new concept. I got Warriors Cowboys. You're going uh, Warriors C. Warriors C so. was to get out of that group. The Green Group is the next group up. Uh, the Brisbane Broncos, the Canterbury Bulldogs, the Parramatta Eels, and the Sydney Roosters. The Brisbane Broncos. Now this is a side I didn't think. Uh, would load up so much, but they really have. They've got Alex Glenn, Martin Kennedy, Sam Thide, Matt Gillette, Corey Parker, David Stagg, and Todd Lowry, uh, Cody Nicarima, Ben Hunt, Andrew McCulloch, Zach Strasser, and Jake Greenville, uh, Joe Offenhengel, Ben Barber, Josh Hoffman, Dale Copley, Stuart Mills, and Jordan Drew. I'm just. I was very surprised that they loaded up with some of their, you know, state of. I know they got some very good mobile back rowers, but I'm just surprised who they sent. Like Alex mm-hmm. Glenn, Sam Thiday, Gillette, and Corey Parker, all over there with Ben Barber. That's well, yeah, Barber Hoffman for me. Um, ben Hunt had a good end of the year. They got McCulloch, Andrew McCulloch, um, Jake yeah, Greenville them. moves well out of dummy half. Thiday and Gillette, Parker, Stag, um, Lowry. They got plenty of guys who can do a little bit with the ball. Good halves, good hooker. Um, and speedy outside yeah, guys, so Copley. they're uh, two they're two twenty five favourites to win that group. They're eleven dollar um, chance to win the competition. You'd have to think based on their roster, they they're a pretty good chance of winning the winning the lot. The Broncos. Well, they've, they've um, got a real. Sorry, I, I didn't mention the Cowboys odds. They're seventeen to win it, and they're five dollars to win their group. So um, just a little bit tighter than what Manly were. Yeah. Well, for me, I, I think that. They're probably the Broncos again, just like the last group, the Warriors. I think they're the one who's definitely getting out. I, I was just surprised to read that they loaded in so many of their, you know, big names that are going to be figuring so largely in their all season. Sending over four of those mobile back rowers, uh, probably their starting hooker, their starting half in Ben Hunt, uh, Ben Barber. You know, the former Dalian medalist who's had injury problems. Josh Hoffman. They've really loaded up. So I hope for their sake they avoid injuries, but. Yeah. yeah, I think they've, they've got enough there to be definitely getting out of that group, that's for sure. Yeah, I'd agree. But, uh, the Canary Bulldogs are the next team up. Uh, Tim Brown, Dale Finucane, Josh Jackson, the T-Rex, Tony Williams, Pat O'Hanlon, Lachlan Burr, Lloyd Perrett, Moses Mbai, Michael Ennis, Sam Perrett, Mitch Brown, Chase Stanley, Tyrone Phillips, Ed Murphy, Drury Lowe and Corey Thompson. Yeah, uh, well, $34 to win it, $7 to, to win the group. Yeah, well, there was plenty of angry Dogs fans yesterday, but as I said at the start, anyone who's angry, he's, Des Hasler's worried about the NRL season. He's just going to bank so, a check, Des. You know, Dale Finuke and Josh Jackson, I know they, they probably figure in their starting lineup, but, um, you know, he's sent over a couple of forwards. He hasn't reached any backs, that's for sure. Uh, Lachlan Burr, Pat O'Hanlon, these kind of like Tim Brown, they're all more on the edge of his squad. Moses and Byers, a 20s player. Uh, you know, Perrett, Mitch Brown, Chase Stanley, Phillips, Murphy, a couple of these guys are from New South Wales Cup. Obviously, Brown and uh, Sam Perrett will probably be playing first grade. And, 
Corey Thompson was a fullback they picked up back end of last year from Q Cup. He's more looking for a contract. So, mm. uh, if anything, he's going to be looking at a couple of blokes maybe for that fullback spot and Drury Lowe and uh, Corey Thompson and Tyron Phillips. But other than that, I don't think they're gunning to win the comp, that's for sure. No, they look a bit light on um, in those areas that I addressed earlier. They don't really have a, um, a recognised half as such. Uh, they've got Ennis there, but Ennis isn't real dynamic yeah. out of dummy half. And, and Bayer plays a bit of six, but they um, view him like a centre, so I'm not too sure. You're probably looking at Chase Stanley, who'll be one of their key players. Um, I'd be Sam looking at it. Lowe and Phillips, they're both lightning and probably the T-Rex if he wants to have a go in a shorter form. He Jackson, moves pretty Finuc well. and Williams, so they're going to have a decent back row. Um, but it'll just be Points. the halves and the nine. Um, and, yeah, the outside backs look all right. Um, but, yeah, it'll just be creativity, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, I definitely don't have them coming out of the group, so no, maybe scrapping that. But uh, the old Parramatta Seal is up next. Parramatta, they're 15 to win it, would you believe, and they're $3 to win the group. So oh. they're second favourite in this group. They're not too not too bad on here. Kenny Edwards, Manu Ma'au, Fui Fui Moimoi, Paulie Paulie, Joseph Paulo, Penny Terrapo, Corey Norman, Nathan Peets, RP Piferengi, Chris Sandow, Willie Tonga, Beretta Faramo, John Faleo, Ryan Morgan, Semi Radrara, Ken Sia and Viatiatoan. Looking at that again, they're a bit more on the Brisbane side of things. They're sending over a lot of guys that are probably playing first grade, but a couple of names like Ken Edwards, who a lot of people wouldn't know, very, very good creative back row who's actually quite mobile and damaging. Uh, Joseph Paulo, we all know, likes to throw the pill around. Terrapo. John Folau, is that a relation of he is Israel? Israel Folau's brother. Okay. There's three of them. There's another one on the Gold Coast. He's a big boy. He moves pretty well. But well, if we're looking at the... Well, my... For example, my um, criteria, you, you got Norman, you got Sandow, you've and you got, got Peace, and then you've got pretty good back row, uh, sorry, pretty good outside backs, decent back rowers. They're, I think they're a real good chance of coming out of this group. Yeah. I don't know whether they can win, or I think they're a bit short to win the comp uh, in itself, but I think they're, $3 is probably a fair price for them to come out of the group. I would have thought they'd be closer. The, them and the Roosters would be a flip of the coin. But mm. Well, we know Morgan and Sia both got wheels, and Semi-Rad Rundra carries himself pretty well for a big winger, and so does Tiatai. They're both physical. Yeah. Uh, Beretta Faramo, you've seen in the World Cup for USA. He's a big, physical, fast man. And Willie Tonga, he enjoys uh, gluing that ball to his hands and not passing, but that'd probably work out for him in the Nines format with a bit more space. Yeah. So I'm looking at them. I'm, I'm with you. I think there's a pretty... Pretty decent base there with some mobile forwards and just big Moi Moi and Paulie Paulie will be their, their bash-ups if they do get on the field. But Well, we've both got the Broncos coming out. Have I, you got the Eels going out? This is the one that I couldn't decide between them and the Roosters. Well, I've, I'm, yeah, I'm not picking the Eels to come out. I'm picking the Roosters to well, come out. Once we go through the Roosters, I'm going to come up with a decision. But I've got Broncos coming out, but these other two, I'm not too sure of. But right. moving on to the Sydney Roosters, right. they've They're, got... Sorry, $21 to win it, $5 to win the group. Yeah, well, they've got Reese Martin, Dylan Napa, Kane Evans, Isaac Liu, Aiden Guerra, C.O.C. Otokiaho, uh, Mitchell Pierce, Jake Friend, Brad Freddie Fittler. So they're another one of the old oh, battles in the group. I love it. Semisoni Lengi, Jackson Hastings. Uh, they've got Paul Ruccolade, Jonathan Rubin, Sean Kenny Dow, Daniel Tupo, and Nene McDonald. So, again, it, it's pretty evenly matched as far as if you're looking at halves and hookers. you got... Mitchell Pierce, who's the New South Wales half. Jake Friend, who's probably, you know, borderline playing origin, loves getting out of dummy half. Freddie, I'm not sure 
how heavily he's going to f- figure. And then they've got two really good backups Mate, in... Freddie will play big minutes. Semasoni Lengi and Jackson Hastings, who was their prize steal from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. He's touted as one of the next big things in first grade. His father, Kevin Hastings, played at the Roosters back in the day. But I think uh, I think they come out. They've got a lot of good young players here um, with, so a, with a mix of experience. The forwards obviously. worry me, though. Pierce friend Fitler. I don't. I don't really give a shit what people say about Fitler. I think he's. You don't. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. I mean, if he's fit enough, he's. He's. He's been doing a lot of training from um, obviously post Christmas on. Uh, I think he, he may be a step, you know, slower than some of these quicker guys. But you can't. You can't beat brains. You know, and then that's. You look at Steve Menzies. He's been playing forever. Similar sort of sort of player. I think Fitler retired probably a couple of years too early. Anyway. Um, I think this would be be really interesting to see how he how he runs around. Um, you obviously know Menzies will handle it because he can play in the Super League. But well, Menzies only um, just retired. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Menzies so Freddie Freddie um, has obviously had you know a fair stint out of the game, but um, I'm backing him to come back and uh, at least be competitive. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm a bit more worried about their forwards probably compared to. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Para, Napa and Evans, they move okay for big men, but they're not as quick. Lou's not really lightning. Yeah. Gare and Tokiaho both move well, and Reese Martin tries hard, but... I'm, I'm going to buy into the theory of a winning culture. Parramatta don't know how to win. The Roosters know how to win. Yeah, but it's a nice used to win. I don't care. <laughs> I really loose. don't care. I don't care. I just think the Roosters uh, won the comp last year. They're going to be their red-hot favourites to win it again. They've got the uh, World Club Challenge a week after. Um, they're going to be chomping at the bit for this. Um, they've got the Freddie Fittler back deals. Their biggest concern is not getting another wooden spoon. Mm. It's a different mindset. I, I just think. Well, you got the Roosters then. I got the Roosters coming. Right, well, I'm going to go the Parramatta Seal. Oh all my right? god! Just because of your rant. What a disgrace! And winning and all the rest of it. I'm going with Parramatta. You've lost it over the off season. Nah, I'm perfectly fine. He's, He's back, Parramatta. <laughs> all right, the Blue Group has got the Cronulla Sharks, the Newcastle Knights, the Gold Coast Titans, and the West Tigers. Starting off with the Cronulla Sharks and. Again, another team that a lot of people have got their theories that they're trying to win the big one to bring a bit of coin back to pay off the fine. They're getting a bit touchy-feely about it, but uh, mm. they've certainly loaded up. They've sent over Andrew Fafita, Sam Tagatizi, Wade Graham, Matt Pryor, Paul Gallen, Tupo Sopawonga, Daniel Holdsworth, Todd Carney, Michael Leisha, Nathan Gardner, Nathan Stapleton, Blake Ashford, Jonathan Wright, Sasaya Fecky, Ricky Latelli, and Fa'amanu Brown. So... Straight away, again, we want to talk about that balance. They're sending Todd Carney for Christ's sake, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar prized, you know, player. That the one that if he goes down at any point in the injury, which he has twice in final series, that that's a lot to ride on. Mm. As well as Fafita, Gallon, Wade Graham, you know, like you're putting a fair bit on a couple of your key players there. Yeah, they're nine dollars to win the tournament, three forty to come out of the group. It's um, there's not a lot of disparity between their odds there. Um, I don't know. They've got Gardner. Um, they've got good halves, good forwards. 
Um, outside backs are questionable, I guess. But Speed's still there, though. Yeah. Gardner's fast. You know, Jonathan Wright can move. So can Fecky and Latelli and Brown. For the sake of the group they're in, I don't think they're in a great group. Um, it's probably it's a really tight group but uh, in terms of odds. But I'd be backing them to come out of the group, that's for sure. And same again. They're just, they've been in the eight the last few years. There's guys there that, um, you know, your Ashford, your Gardner, um, even Fecky. Uh, or Daniel Holdsworth, he's, he's coming back. Um, I think Michael Leisha, he's a real good young hooker that I rate. Um, you got Pryor coming over. So there's a lot of guys that have probably got a little bit to prove. So they're going to have uh, plenty of motivation heading into the tournament and um, having a look ahead to the start of the NRL season. Fafita, Tagatizi and Graham can all move. So can Pryor and Gallon. And keep your eyes on Tupo Sapawanga. He's a very, very creative back row. Uh, I think he'll light it up and... Nathan Gardner, he, he's loose as when there's 13 on the field. I can't wait to see him move around with nine. Yeah. I've definitely got them coming out of the group. They're one of mine. So. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, the next one's up. Willie Mason, Chris Houston, Bo Scott. Is Willie playing? Willie's playing. He's playing even despite his... Big Will. Big Willie style. Well, he's going. Tops. He's on the list. <laughs> Willie Mason, Chris Houston, Bo Scott, Robbie Rocco, Jeremy Smith, Alex McKinnon and Zane Tedavano. Jared Mullen, Tyron Roberts, Adam Clydesdale, Michael Dobson, Chanel Matayutai, Jake Memo, Dane Gagai, BJ Leilua, and Akuluato. Now, again, I look at them compared to, say, Raiders or the Bulldogs and think they've virtually sent their... Uh, Wayne Bennett must be back in the concept. He's virtually sent their starting in a real side over. Who's going to play nine for him? Adam Clydesdale. Okay. He's the nine. He played a little bit last year. He's the Is in, he any good? incumbent local local that's supposed to take over Badiris' shoes. Okay. In, well, apart from that, they look good. I mean, they've got Mullen. Um, they've got Tyron Roberts. They've got Awade, Leilua, Gagai, who are all... And Memo still a hat-trick in that Goanna's game. I think a lot of people who didn't know who he was, he's, yeah. he's a very good player. Well, and then you're looking at... If Roberts you think that Adam Clydesdale goes all right, they've got Houston, Scott, Rocco, Jeremy Smith. They... they they're obvious choices to come out of the group. I think they're favourites. Um, they're two eighty-five to to win the group. They're eight dollars to win the tournament. So um, people like their squad and and with good reason. I'm just I can't believe he's pretty much put his whole start in seventeen. He's taken over. It's, well, he's Wayne wants the cabbage. He's got to win something. He wants the cabbage. Well, I think Mullen, Gay Guy, Uate, and Roberts are the ones you look out for. Mm. I think Roberts in particular, Uate, Gay Guy, those kind of blokes will cut loose in this. Yeah, I'd uh, agree with that. I'm, I don't have them coming out of the group. You don't? No. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to back someone else. You're, you're going to get angry about this, but I'm looking forward to it. Mate, the Gold Coast Titans are next up. William Zillman. <laughs> oh, you're not. Brad Tyre. <laughs> David Mead. Kevin Gordon. Albert Kelly. Greg Bird. Ashley Harrison. Anthony Don, your mate. No. Paul Carter. Khalifa Fai Fai Lower. <laughs> Brad Takarengi. Mark Minicello is also your mate. Maurice Blair, who's definitely your mate. Oh, uh, the old bull, he's, you know, we all know he's going to score a hundo metre. See a Tonga licky licky. And uh, your best mate of all time, Dave Taylor. Dave. I'm backing him. It's they're, a new game. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. He didn't. I'm, they're getting out of the group. Well, we've got, obviously, Albert Kelly. Mate, they've got Lightning. Zillman, me, Ty, Gordon, Kelly, Bird, Taylor. Those kind of guys with Lower, who I can't believe, you know. So you think they're going to beat. Yeah. Cronulla and Newcastle. I don't think they're going to beat Cronulla. I think they beat Newcastle and the Tigers. 
Okay. It's more the forwards for me. Oh, I hope you're right. Greg Bird move. That way. Greg Bird can move. They're one of my teams. So. You know, Paul Carter, someone a lot of people don't know about. He's a very good back row who played a bit at nine on the weekend. He offloads. I watched the highlights of that game. He, he looked good. He offloads, and he is a very angry human being. I like him a lot. Maurice Blair's a bigger bloke who can kind of play more of a back row role. Mark Minicello moves are up for an old duck. You know, he's got plenty of anger too, but... It's more of a speed for me, and then probably Kelly and Bird. There's a bit of ball play there, but there's just lightning. Well, if you like them, they're nine dollars to win it. They're three forty to get out of the group. And mate, big Davy Taylor. Group, sorry, big Davy Taylor's in his element. He thinks yeah, he's we'll a five eight. We'll see what happens. He's going to run, let loose. Move on. We'll uh, he's getting angry. <laughs> I'm back at uh, the Titans out, and yeah, uh, that leaves us with the Tigers. Who so neither got, of us are back at the Tigers. No, the poor Tigers. Bodine Thompson, Aaron Woods, Martin Tapao, Corey Patterson, Curtis Sirinan. Adam Blair and James Gavay, Mitchell Moses, Robbie Farrar, Blake Austin, Manaya Cherrington, David Nofaluma, Pat Richards, Marika Korobiti, and Curtis Rowe. And I don't know, looking at it, like when I read it out, I'm, you know, Mitchell Moses, Farrar, Austin, and Manaya Cherrington, they've got a good setup there with two good hookers and two good halves that love running the football and are very creative. Nofaluma, Korobedi and Rowe, the 20s gun who scored a million tries from fullback. They're all pretty quick. Pat Richards, uh, probably not as quick. Mm. And, you know, they've probably got some of the better skilled forwards in Bodine Thompson, who's played a bit of centres. Uh, you know, Corey Patterson is a light back row. Sirenan's played in the halves and Blair and Gavay. But I don't know what it is. I think I'm more looking at them with your little power rant. They haven't been winning. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how much they're going to be using Robbie Farrell. Like, I know he's another one I'm surprised they're sending over. But I'm really excited to see Mitchell Moses go around. I think if um, if he can really step up in this tournament, he's going to push his case for an NRL debut um, sooner rather than later. So, Well, I think Blake um, Austin. Sorry, Tedesco. And you look at Farrah, uh, you know, Siren, and they've got good halves there, some quick outside backs. They're $17 to win the tournament. They're five fifty outsiders to, uh, sorry, to win their group. So... They play this style of footy better than anyone. I know Benji and a couple of these blokes have moved on, but this group for me, I think if there's one you could struggle to pick the two, this is probably it. Mm. Uh, you know. Well, so who have you got? I've got I've gone the Sharks and the Titans, but the Sharks are really the only one I'm confident of. The other three, I wouldn't be surprised if this group went completely awry. This is the one I've looked at, yeah. And looking at all the outside, yeah, I think this particular. one, which is the blue, and I think the next one we're about to preview the red. They're the, they're the two hardest to pick. Um, I've got Newcastle and Cronulla coming out, but. Um, as you said, if if the Gold Coast snuck in, I'd really love to see the Gold Coast come and play some decent footy. But mm. I just can't see it happening. I think we're going to run bottom four this year. Oh, I'm back in the speed. I'm death riding them already. So I'm looking at this like the NAB Cup in the AFL. The winner usually doesn't make the final. So yeah. all over it. But the last pool, as you just said, the red pool is the Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Right. Uh, starting off with the Storm... They're sending over Ryan Hoffman, Mitchell Garbett, Tohu Harris, Matty Lodge, Kevin Proctor, Joel Romolo, Kurt Mann, Slade Griffin, Will Chambers, Sissy Wonga, Mahe Fanua, Matt Duffy, Young Tonabapaya, Justin O'Neill, Cameron Munster and Richie Kenner. And uh, no surprise, you look at the, the coaches that went a bit light, Des Hasler and uh, you know Craig Bellamy here. Mm. You know Ryan Hoffman... Is mobile but not ultimately skilled. Uh, Lodgy, Garbett, these kind of blokes, you know, haven't played any. Well, Lodgy hasn't played any first grade. He's got a big future though. Garbett only played a couple of games. He's pretty slow. Uh, Romello's freshly signed, so he's auditioning for a halves kind of spot or utility role. Man's pretty much in the same boat. He was a young twenties fullback who played a bit of halves last year. 
for the 20 side. Griffin, utility, bit of a, a Ryan Hinchcliffe in, in the backs there. You know, they've, they've got Chambers and Wonga and Duffy, but all the rest of them, oh, O'Neill, sorry, Munster, Kenner, Tonamapaya, they're all at a 20 system. So mm. I think there's plenty of speed there, but uh, not really... A, a there's no, there's no conductor. You take the you take the big three out, and they're going to struggle. Yeah, well, we obviously, that, but so. yeah, Hoffman, a couple of those forwards. I don't have them coming out of the group. Put it that no, way. I don't have them coming out of the group. But uh, I've got to keep my eye on Munster. This is one that they sign on a three-year deal. They've touted him as the Billy Slater replacement, which is a pretty big wrap. And I think he's from Rockhampton. So if you uh, if you like them to win the tournament, they're thirty-four dollars. If you like them well, to win the group, they're nine. So all I can say is O'Neill and Chambers Komoda, they're probably the two I'd be looking for and keep my eye also on Munster just because of the words that have been thrown around so far from the Melbourne camp. But yeah. I don't have them getting out of the group, so we move on to the Penrith Panthers. Jeremy Lattimore, isn't he built for speed? <laughs> Sam McKendry, Tyron Peachy, Lewis Brown, Adam Docker, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Isaiah Yao, Isaac John, Jamie Soward, Kevin Kingston, Matt Moylan, Wes and Kev Naguama, the brothers, uh, Josh Mansour, Atonia Nabuli, and George Jennings. So, mm. looking at them, uh, we look good. Well, Louis Brown, Tyron Peachy definitely can both move and ball play. Isaiah Yao is a very mobile back row who can play centers also from the 20s. He's a big human. McKendry moves pretty well for a big boy. Uh, him and Lattimore definitely don't bring much of the skill factor. Mm. Uh, Docker more prefers bashing people with his shoulders, not so much passing, but. Well, yeah. they're two ten favourites to win this group, um, which yeah. I find a little bit short. Uh, the eight dollars second favourites to win the tournament. Well, John so. John Soward Kingston is a pretty good balance there, especially seeing that John and Soward. Yeah, I'm having in my in my theory. I, I think they've got a good, you know, they've got a decent hooker. They've got a, a couple of good halves. They've got good outside backs um, and mobile forwards. So yeah. I think they, they're going to. Um, I think their biggest problem is probably going to be coming out of the group. I think it's a, biggest it's a pretty problem. tough group. Um, I think they've gone a bit light on the backs, to be honest. I think they're relying a lot here on a, you know, a couple of mobile forwards, which is, is all well and good, and Peachy and Brown and those kind of guys, they go all right. But I think So where do you think they're light on? I think the backs are a bit light. Mm. Like Wes is not the quickest man in the world. Matt Moylan's quick, but he's not, you know, not light-breaking. Well, I'd be interested to see how Nabuli goes. I'd be interested to see how George Jennings um, goes. Uh, Isaiah Yao big one for me some of these guys coming through Jamie Soward has to run the ball if he can't oh, he run will. with 13 he, but he better run with 9 because he's quick he'll run uh, I, I think his kicking game as well like in a 9 nine man game yeah. his kicking game is going to have a big effect in terms of field position and well, where give you the ball I've got them coming out of the group but you know yeah, I, yeah, I've definitely got them coming out of the group. I think they'll win the group. It's mainly because of the halves, Peachy and Brown, and then, yeah, a couple of those backs. I don't, right. I don't think they have anyone with breakneck speed, but I think they've got enough stability there and a couple of mobile forwards with good balls. Well, I don't, so. think, I don't think 210 is a is good odds to be backing them to come out of the group, put it that way. No, nah, um, most definitely not. But, but they uh, probably deserve to be the price they are. Oh, well, I think the next side up is the one that I'm backing the heaviest to come out of the group, which is the St. George Illawarra Dragons. They've got Jack DeBellin, Tyson Frizzell, Leeson Armour, Joel Thompson, Trent Merrin, Bronson Harrison, Sam Williams, Michael Witt, Craig Garvey, Mitch Rain, Brett Morris, Josh Dugan, Dylan Farrell, Nathan Green, Jason Nightingale, and Adam Quinlan. And if you want to go balance, I think they've got the most mobile pack in this one. Jack DeBellin's young and fast. Frizzell moves well. Uh, Joel Thompson's played in the centres. Merrin doing his bore out dancing, bouncing around. He moves all right. And Bronson Harrison, a couple of years ago, 
he's only not playing that well out. I don't know why anymore, but was probably the best edge back row and one of the most skillful edge back rows. Well, same again. I look and look at Williams, Dugan, Williams, Rain, um, and then yeah, you've got Garvey, Garvey um, Morris, Brett Morris, Quinlan was a Jason little Nightingale. Quinlan was a menace in first. Joel race. Thompson, Merrin, Frizzell. Yeah, they're they're stacked. They're coming out of this group. They've got the ultimate balance, I think, and I yeah. think they've got the most mobile pack to suit it. But yeah. uh, they're easily my favourites to get out of this group, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, that hooker rotation for me, especially Craig Garvey, Mitchell. Ray. Sorry, they're um, two dollars eighty to win the group, um, and they're thirteen dollars to win the tournament. So I think two dollars eighty is good odds mm. for them to come out of this group. Well, keep your eyes on Garvey and Rain coming out of dummy half. Those two are just absolute hounds. Anytime there's a quick play, but your favourite coach, Steve Price. Steve, he goes right. over there. Yeah, he's your mate. He'll be coaching the Titans <laughs> after John Cartwright gets fired this year. Tops, you'll hire him. Personally, you'll be, in, you'll be in the meeting when they hire him. Yeah, good. Uh, the last team in this group, uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they've named Nathan Merritt, Bo Champion, Alex Johnston, Joel Reddy, Dylan Walker, Luke Keary, Apisai Corusau, Dave Tyrrell, Arai Simone, uh, Ben Lowe, Chris McQueen, Ben Teo, John Sutton, Cameron McInnes, uh, Kyle Turner, and Lottie DeKirian. Uh, you know, Walker. Keary and Sutton probably more inclined to probably play around the halves and Cameron McInnes is they've got massive wraps on him to eventually be their nine uh, they signed him up on a decent deal he made down the 20s team of the year so they've got a bit of a spine there but you know Lottie DeKiri Joel Reddy uh, both champions fresh off an injury Araya Simone's an 18 year old we don't really know much about uh, they've got big wraps on him though he's a fullback McQueen moves alright you know for a back row Tyrrell I've got no idea why he's in there he's slow Mm. But uh, I, I think they're, again, we look at some of the, the bigger teams and their coaches, they've made decisions more trying to send squad players over or blokes that might feature later on the year. Like Kiri and Sutton, um, yeah. they've got some good outside backs. Merrick can move, but Champion hasn't played barely any football. Johnson's going to play nine. Nine, Cameron McInnes, that's one I just said. He made the team of the year last year. They've got massive wraps on him. They see him as a future leader. They, they love the bloke. Mm. And he is a pretty good player, but he, uh, from what I've seen, he's a very structured nine. Good defender, you know, pokes his nose out here and there, but he's not like a Garvey who just feeds off quick play of the balls and gets out of dummy half left, right, and centre trying to tear you apart. All right, if you like South, so twenty-one dollars to win the tournament. They're five fifty outsiders to win their group. Yeah, well, I'd have. Um, them, I can't. I can't have them coming out of the group. Now nah, them in Melbourne, I think they they've done exactly what the Bulldogs have done. Good old Desi, they, they've they've cut it to the bone. They've left it as fine and dry as they can. I don't think they're coming out, but uh, I'd be having the Dragons as the shoe in to win that group and the Penny Panthers to be coming out with them. Yeah. So uh, on that note, that wraps up all the groups. And as we said before, how that'll work is when it comes quarterfinal time, green and blue are on the same side of the draw and yellow and red are on the same side of the draw. So it'll be first v second in first the other group. First v second. First v second in the other group. Yeah. So there'll be a f- one finalist coming out of the yellow and green pools who will play the ultimate winner out of the yellow and red pools. So, yeah. uh, you know... 370k on the line for the winner, 240 for the run-up. I don't think it's a, a bad concept at all, and almost 90,000 people attending uh, the Great Eden Park over two days. So. Mm. so, who do you like to win the tournament? Put them out there. Well, I'd have to say, if anything, I know the Warriors have been heavily backed, but if it wasn't the Warriors, I'd probably say the Dragons. Okay. I really like the balance they've got, and uh, yeah, they're, they're probably. And the only other one I've kind of really got in my head would be the Cowboys, and I know a lot of people probably don't think that. But so you said yellow and green playoff? No, yellow, uh, yellow and red are on one side of the draw. Yellow and red, okay. and green and blue are on one side of the draw. All right, I think it'll be 
a Broncos v Panthers grand final. That's what I'm going to tip. Um, we've got MG's tips here. He's, he's backing the Titans to win it. He's with you. Wow. I don't even have the Titans to come out of the I, group. I, I don't have a winner. I think out of the green and blue. And Mr. Gossip, the late male, he's backed the Titans as well. Wow. So well, Gossip and Gaia have both of, backed the Titans to win the Nines. And yeah. I have uh, the only Titans fan in bloody Penrith. Because you're a jerk. Um, <laughs> I'm not a jerk. You're a jerk. I've got a stick, mate. Stick mate, thick. I've got two teams now. I've got the Panthers and the Titans. Out and of, everyone out there will go, oh, you can't have two teams. Well, I work at the Panthers. Well, mate, I go for the I Storm. I can't just dump the Titans. I'm, I go for the Storm, but I'm more than happy to say they're not coming out of the group. Yeah. They're just there. A couple of them have gone over there, and he's cut it dry to the bone. But the green and blue semi-final, I'd say it will be the Broncos versus the Titans, and the Broncos win it to play in the grand final. And out of the yellow and red, semi-final, I'd say it'd be the Dragons versus the Warriors, and I'd say flip a coin. I think the winner's going to be coming out of one of those two, the Dragons or the Warriors. So it's yellow-red semi-final, is it? Yellow and red are on the one side of the draw, and green and blue okay. are on the so side got... of the draw. Okay. You get it? Well, that's wrong. You just said green and red. No, I said green and blue. Right. And yellow and red. Oh, sorry, yeah. Bronco, I think yourself. I've got a Broncos-Panthers grand final. That can happen, can't it? <laughs> Broncos, Panthers. That's yeah. green and red, mate. Green and blue. Green and blue. Green and blue. Uh, what? Going to play off in the final? Or they're yeah. in a semi-final? So that's why I said Titans and Broncos. Semi-final. Yeah. But so, so you want the grand, grand final? Grand final, I think, will be Panthers, Broncos. Panthers, Broncos. That's yeah. what you got the grand final. Yeah. Well, so, I've, I've and got, it, it's green and blue. They're going to play the semi-final. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got... Oh, that's hard. I'm going to go Sharks... Broncos. Broncos and Titans for me, out of green and blue. Seagulls, Panthers on the other side. I'm going Warriors, Dragons. All right, what we're going to do, we're going to put through some tournament trees. Um, We'll have a bit of a competition um, between the four of us and see who who wins. Um, We've got a charity bet to make as well. What do you like? Oh, Christ. After after all that, I don't know what what I'm supposed to do. Well, let's back. Let's split our bet in half. Let's back one team to win it and one team to come out of the group, maybe. You like the Dragons to come out of the group? I think the Dragons come out of that group, yeah. Um, they're good odds. So maybe, maybe we'll just have that. We'll just have the Dragons come out of that group. I reckon, we split, on. I reckon we split it on two teams to come out of the group. All right. Dragons are at 280, didn't you say? Yeah. And who do you want to come out of a group? Oh, what, are the, what are the Broncos paying to come out of their group? Their favourites. Yeah, how much though? Yeah, good question. I've got to get the odds back up, mate. You've just thrown me under a bus here. Mate, you've been writing them down. Top try scorer, Brad Ty, Mr. Gossett. Oh, you Jesus. are a Muppet. Mr. Gossett. Yeah, dinkin'. So what group are we looking at? So yellow. The Broncos are in green. Well, I like Manly to come out of their group. Six bucks. Is that, is that to win or to come out oh, of the sorry, group? sorry, that's to win, yeah. They've got to win the group, not come out of the group. Yeah, okay. Well, 280 for St. George to win the group. Yeah, I think they win the group. Well, battle of the old, uh, battle of the golden oldies. Who scores the most tries in the Auckland Nine? Steve Menzies at dollar sixty. Brad Fitt. Steve Menzies. The Beaver's got a great try scoring rate. Yeah, he does. Don't ever muck the Beaver. Beaver. All right. Well, uh, come on, mate. So, what are we going? I've told you, I've got my fifty on the Dragons to win their group. I'm going uh, Manly to win their group. So you go on them at six bucks. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Bang. There's the hundred. It's split in half. I got Dragons. You've got Manly. Tops. But at the end of the day, you've got a grand final between the Broncos and the Panthers. The Broncos and the Panthers is your grand final out of the two split. Yep. Who do I think will win it? I don't know. Well, the Panthers. Like I said, the I'm, pennies, of course. If I had to flip a coin between Warriors and Dragons, I'd love to say it's going to be the Warriors, but I'm going to back Broncos Dragons to be the grand final. All right. And when are we back? We're back next week. We will be We're back. We're on a week to week rotation now. So, yep. 
Next week will be a fairly short podcast, just a quick look at the teams, the Wigan Warriors and the Sydney Roosters, who are contesting the World Club Challenge. And then after that, we're pretty much on track for round one. We'll start doing our previews. Um, we're going to have Nick Tedeschi on, special podcast, um, to have a look at his punters guide, um, have a look at some gambling odds. Uh, we'll have the big fella MG on, we'll have Mr Gossip on. So there's plenty coming up in the next few weeks, obviously. Um, I think it's three weeks tomorrow or four weeks tomorrow before the uh, competition kicks off. So Getting very close. Um, it is very close. And uh, this weekend we'll, we'll kick it all off and um, we've got the ball rolling now. So we'll catch you next week. Mm. The, probably the most important one, the 10 days or so leading up from the comp, we'll be releasing our two-part preview. So we'll be doing all 16 teams, eight teams at a time. Uh, you know where they finished last year quick chat about them who's the ins and outs are and where we think they'll finish this year and we'll obviously finish up the end of those with our full ladder for 2014 as well as minor premiers Dallium all those little bits and pieces uh, we're going to have Mr Gossip and MG's predictions for those Three as well Three weeks tomorrow we're so only 21 days out not too far away you're about to get a, a dose the World Club Challenge Nick Tedeschi on MG on Mr Gossip all 16 teams, all the previews before 2014 and all our predictions for what's going to happen during the season. But for now... Enjoy the nines, guys. Ending this podcast. If you want to hit us up at Twitter, it's at fifth and last. That's the letter N, not the word and. The email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com. And on Facebook, head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last and our raw podcast. But for now, you'll be able to find this one on Podomatic as always, but we're slowly making our transition to a new podcasting host, Audio Boo. So in the next few weeks, things will start to move over to Audio Boo, and we'll also have our links, as always, to iTunes. But for now, guys, enjoy your week and enjoy the Auckland Nines. Football is back. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where you, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.